Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology forecast. This morning, we're still waking up with the sun trying Mars, which I talked about on last week's episode. And we're going to feel pretty efficient. We're getting shit done. We might be a little bit tired. It's a little bit cold out, but we are getting things done. This morning, I woke up and I got my kids ready, got them to school, went grocery shopping and got a spray tan. And I was finished with all of that by 10, 24 a.m. this morning. Okay, so talk about sun and Aquarius trying Mars and Gemini, getting shit done decisively, fast and... Um, you know, fast, <laughs> I guess you could say, especially with Mars and Gemini, just fast. That's a good way to put that. Fast and quick on your feet. So hopefully you're having a very efficient Monday morning. This week is going to be another calm week. You know, I've been saying these ne next couple weeks of astrology are going to be low-key, soft, comforting, light, fun, majestic, um, and maybe even a little bit boring. You know, sometimes if you're caught up in in the energy of life, you're you're coming off of some heavy weeks, some months, all of a sudden the calmness can feel kind of boring. But don't look at it as boring. Look at it as peaceful because our body needs to just be. Our soul needs to just be. And our mind needs to just be. So remember that if you feel bored, you don't always need to move. Okay, I want to thank everyone again who constantly is supporting this podcast by putting it out there, sharing it with a friend, rating, reviewing, subscribing. Right now, that is the best way to support this podcast, um, comment on my social media videos. All of that stuff really helps me. And again, thank you guys who continuously do that every week. I'm grateful for you and love you all. So again, this week, like I said, we have a calm week, though the weekend is going to be a little bit more intense. We got the sun squared Uranus on Friday. Saturday, we got Venus squared Mars. And on Sunday, we have a full moon in Leo. And we're going to be feeling all of those energies all week, pretty much. Not all week, I mean all weekend. From Thursday night to Monday, I would say night, uh, maybe even Tuesday morning. So before we get into that, I want to tell a little bit story. I went and got my tattoo worked on. You know, I'm getting my right arm done, my sleeve. I only have the top part now left to go. And I go to Steve at Black Moth Tattoo in Ardmore, uh, right outside of Philadelphia on the main line. And Steve is amazing. First of all, when I go to him, it's like... Um, a meditation. He has a lot of tourist placements, even though he has Venus in Gemini. So he's very, um, and artistic Tauruses, even in general with Taurus energy, you don't speed them along. They go exactly the pace that they want to go. They do exactly the way that they want to do it. You're not, they're not going to feel rushed. You're not going to stop. You're not going to speed up. So when I go there, I know he's on his Taurus time, which I sort of love. And I end up making it a whole meditation. So he's been the person who has been doing my um, tattoo. And last week I went in and I didn't even realize that he had, if you guys remember, I did that tattoo mom's project for um, the studio out in Devon. And he, there I was. He like hosted one of the tattoo mom's um, series. So definitely if you're in Ardmore, go check that out. There's about eight of us on his wall. Two of us are his actual clients. The other are just beautiful tattooed moms. And it's a, you know, because Black Moth is also a studio gallery and he's an amazing painter as well. So this is sort of the gallery. So there I am displayed as art with my son, Abram. That's the one they chose. And it's funny because underneath, I, I had to ask a whole questionnaire or answer a whole questionnaire whenever I originally did this show 
I mean, this photography session back in August, and it said, have you ever been judged by your tattoos or someone treated you differently? And I was like, I don't pay attention. <laughs> and that is the truth. I didn't even know that that was going to be with the display of my picture or anything, but I just don't pay attention. That's a word of advice. Or I let it go if I do notice it. But oftentimes, I don't give a shit if someone's looking at me differently. In fact, all the Gemini in me, I love it. I love when you look at me and you're like, oh, Virgo too, you know, the Mercury, like, oh, you're standing out in some way. You're doing something different. I love it, especially if you don't like it on me, then I love it even more. And it was funny because part of, if you remember that episode I talked about back in August, that was a shit show. Part of this was to show the bond between mother and child, even though the mother's tattooed. And my kids were so ridiculous that morning. If you guys remember, we were, I just, we both got back from vacation. We were exhausted. They weren't listening. I think the whole photo shoot, I was like, I swear to God, if you don't smile right now. However, in that picture of Abram and I, the one picture, they really, you can capture this like love, even though inside I knew that we were internally chaotic during that photo shoot. And it was like, I was like, they're never going to have boys back or me back. Um, I could still see that love, that love and that bond in that. So that was awesome. Definitely, if you're looking for a tattoo tattoo artist in the area, check out Steve, okay, over at Black Moth Tattoo. Stop into the gallery, take a look at his paintings there, take a look at the tattooed mom paintings. You won't regret that. And I'm going to talk about one more thing, and then we'll jump into the astrology of the week. So I got this birthday candle. They reached out to me and said, hey... I want to send you a birthday candle. And I was like, oh my God, does that mean I'm finally making it? Someone sees me on social media. They were like, we want to give you this thing to advertise about it. I said, hell yeah, hell yeah. So I'm going to talk about it really quick and I'm going to do something on my social media. So birthday candles, this is a really, really, really great gift, okay? You just give them your birth date and it comes, this this box is so cute. It has like Venus retrograde in Pisces. Uh, beyond your sun sign the box and on the actual candle so i'm may 24th 1988 for those of you wondering the day of the quick heart so gemini obviously deacon one ruling number six and ruled by mercury as we all know that the strengths nuanced uh tough and idealistic and the weaknesses pushy elusive and scattered i would say that's definitely it and in the back of this candle it's, uh, it gives an entire description. I'm not going to read all of it because we'd be here forever, but I'll just read a little bit. The children of May 24th take social justice and reformed heart, and they are often responsible for opening the minds of others. That is definitely true. I would say I'm not a social justice warrior, but I would give that title a little more to Aquarius people. But I definitely would say uh, they're often responsible for opening the minds of others. That is one of the things I try to do. And there's a bunch of other things that goes on um, my birthday there. So I'm going to be posting posting about it if you want to see what it looks like but it's a great gift idea super cute candle uh, you can personalize it for your mom your friend your father whoever you want but a great candle idea and it smells so good so this is the scent oh yeah it's also custom scent for your birthday and they gave me or- orchid um, orchid i mean <laughs> orchid sandalwood and lemon Ooh, i love all those getting the grounding vibe so again birth date candles guys are going to be posting on my social media if you want to um, hit them up and I'll also put um, some links into my show notes for it okay so like I said we have uh, sun square Uranus and then we got the Venus squared Mars 
Now, I want to say, as right now, I just want to also start actually with a mantra before I get into that. So we're going to, we're finishing out Mars and Gemini these next couple months, and we're out of Mars retrograde, and now we are moving forward, like I had said, with Mars and Gemini, um, smarter, wiser, faster, and have a quicker mind. And we also hopefully solve and freed ourselves of some of our troubles, some of our shadows, some of the things that are holding us back. So now we're moving forward in Gemini. Um, and our mind is going to be, again, quicker, making decisions, and we're going to be making shit happen pretty fast. And so now with Mars and Gemini, we're becoming more open-minded. Now that we're past the retrograde and we're not so stuck inside our minds, we're becoming more open-minded to the world around us and how can we attract what we want. I also feel like with Venus and Pisces, it also opens us up and it opens us up to opportunities. So that's what I want to talk about. This is the weekly, this is the awakening of this week. Um, Opportunities, we just have to believe. So use this as a mantra throughout this week. Write it down, put it somewhere where you see it all the time and say it to you as often as you want. Now there's a few ways you can say this mantra for opportunity. You can say, I am open to opportunity. I am open to opportunity opportunities flow freely to me opportunities flow freely to me you can even as simple just put opportunity and say that at any all the chances you get throughout the day you can focus what you feel like where you want the opportunity do you want the opportunity for love do you want the opportunity for career for money for happiness for joy where do you want the universe to open up all those opportunities to you for Okay, so now you have to change your brain waves, change your energy to align yourself with that. We also have, you know, I'm a big one for jumping in alignment with gratitude and thankfulness. So, of course, I love, I am thankful for this opportunity. You have to believe like you already have it. I am thankful for this opportunity. Um, You can do it in the form of prayer. Please send me opportunities. Universe, please send me an opportunity I cannot say no to. And then another, throw it out there, law of attraction, opportunities are everywhere. Opportunities are everywhere. You know, again, this can go for self-love, career, and your desires. And I think that the world, um, the universe is a mixture between free will and divine destiny. And there's a little, there's a dance there. But I also believe in some way we can create um, some of that world by changing our mind and aligning ourselves with that. So you got to believe that opportunity is there and you got to believe it's coming. So in every chance you get, like I said, you could just write the word opportunity everywhere. So when you see opportunity, your mind's triggered to believe that that opportunity is coming. So believe that the opportunities you've been waiting for are coming. The open-mindedness to be open to um opportunities of other wavelengths or, you know, otherworldly things that maybe you're not expecting. But open-mindedness is going to what we're going to need for these next couple weeks, as well as these next few months to get us through open-mindedness. And I think that Saturn moving to Pisces is going to become, a lot of us are going to be a little more open-minded and uh, go with the flow and not feel so regimented or stuck. All right. So let's talk about this Friday. We got the sun in Aquarius, square Uranus and Taurus. Fixed placement signs, all right? We're getting out of... <laughs> soon, soon the hardship for the fixed placement signs is going to ease up. 
and that it's my mutable sign's turn. <laughs> so you might feel trapped in a career and you feel like you want to break out. Or um, within that same, you feel like your purpose, you're no longer serving your purpose for whatever reason. And again, you feel like you want to break through and serve a new purpose and a purpose that's really based out of your love, your joy and pleasure, um, stuff that is really personal and brings you happiness. Maybe, like I said, you're realizing, huh, I'm not happy right now with something in your life path or your purpose, whether that be your job, whether that be your workout routine, your love life, something that is your purpose and your path and you just feel like, wait, maybe I'm not aligned there anymore. Maybe that's not really what I want. So there's going to be some questioning there. Um, you might feel rattled by something all of a sudden on your life path that comes out of nowhere. And it shakes you up, it rattles you, and it realizes that, <laughs> that your life or that part of your life wasn't as stable as you thought it was. And now you have to be more open-minded to pivoting or allowing yourself just to get into the flow state and radical acceptance. Whatever happens, happens. Um, you also might run into an enemy or a frenemy uh, or have to be around them for a smaller amount of time. And so I feel like this could be probably an enemy that uh, you worked with. You know, again, I say enemy, frenemy, someone that you really didn't vibe with well and you had some issues with. You might, again, run into them out of nowhere and you might still feel that tension a little bit. Or maybe it brings up past feelings of that resentment. I was just talking to someone the other day, a friend who we were talking about resentment and it's funny because sometimes you feel like you free yourself of resentment of certain people, certain things. And this person also has a lot of Taurus fixed placement. So obviously they hold onto the resentment a little bit longer and they saw this person out of nowhere and all of these resentments came up and they had spent then four days and I was talking with this person, helping them sort of come to you know, understanding as to why these resentments came back up again. And a lot of times, you know, it's hidden layers, it's energetic layers, it's layers of the mind and the subconscious. And, and part of you just didn't release it. You thought you did. Oftentimes we think we're healing, but really we're just pushing things away. And then it comes up and, and that person uh, then allowed themselves to really feel it, look at that resentment and and accept that resentment and send out forgiveness. Because I said, the important thing is, is that that person, you don't need to actually forgive that person and say, hey, I forgive you without, you know, you don't with to forgive them. And I think we talked about this on last week's episode. Actually, you can just say out loud alone, I forgive you and be in that energy and you never have to see that person again or say to that person, it's about freeing yourself of that because you feel that they don't. Again, I believe this got, I talked about this last week on last week's episode, actually. Um, so again, something like that, something you run into someone that you had some conflict with and uh, you just don't feel right after seeing them. You have to pass it. You got to feel it to heal it. Uh, feel Again, feelings of wanting to run away. And also a new purpose takes hold, but it all comes and starts with some chaos. <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, something kind of blows up and you have a new responsibility and you have to take it on. And you know it's going to be fine, but it's like, ah, it's everything's coming at once. I want to say like another good example. Um, I don't know. Like, 
you're at a business and and your lead, your manager of your group gets fired for you don't know why, but tomorrow you walk in today, they're fired, and now they're like, here are 15 papers and you got to get all this done in three days, but it'll it'll be worth your while when you do it. Something like that. Your purpose kind of changes, but it starts with a little bit of chaos. Um, and just change in the course of your day. So depending on where this is in your chart would depend on how big and how small it is. Write down, if you want to get a better idea, just say, okay, these are the transits Colleen said I'm going to be feeling this weekend. And write down, you know, sun squared Uranus, Venus squared Mars, full moon and Leo. And each day, write down some of the interesting things that maybe happened to you, or more importantly, the feelings that you felt when that came up. And you'll start to get a better understanding. So Saturday, we got Venus square Pisces and co communication conflict. I want to talk that. Oh, actually, let me say one more thing. So this is happening. I'm leaving for Aruba, guys, tomorrow morning. And I won't be back till next week. So most likely this episode, a new episode won't come out until like Wednesday of next week. I might even miss next week, depending on coming back and the chaos of that. So just a forewarning. Um, and so I'm going away and these transits are having my sixth to the ninth house and the ninth house is where I have Uranus right now in Taurus, which is far away travel. So right away, my head's going to like, oh my God, are we going to have blocks? Is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? It's funny how all the fear comes when you're looking at your own chart. So I had to release that and remember, Colleen, remember how many times you write out these and it shows up mundane in your life. And it shows up just small little increments throughout the day, nothing major. So remember, it's not always something, oftentimes it's not some life-shattering major transits. Just an FYI. Okay, so with Venus square Mars in Pisces, Venus in Pisces where she's exalted, she's happy. Mars in Gemini, um, we're going with the wiser Mars. We're not going with the annoying 13-year-old boy Mars, which was Mars pre-retrograde and then entering retro and then during retrograde. Now it's a little bit smarter, a little bit wiser, a little bit kinder, even though it's square. So communication conflict is really what comes to me. Remember, any conflict having the mutable signs is not going to last. It's not going to be very major. It might be like a big blow up and then kind of calm down. Um, not understanding. Again, the communication conflict might come from not understanding each other. Uh, fighting or misunderstanding between the masculine and the feminine energy, maybe within yourself or within your own coupling. Um, some stirring up of unnecessary bullshit. But remember, conflict doesn't win. Maybe you want to create a little conflict here. Sometimes, you know, Mars and Gemini, there's like the want, the desire to create conflict, to just get a little bit of a eh, dig in there with someone. Arguing theories. This might be one where you're with a friend and then all of a sudden they're like... You know, the world is a video game simulation. And the other one's like, no, 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 it's heaven. What are you talking about? So some arguing theories um, and theories around the afterlife or the mind or how the world really works. Very esoteric kind of Pisces, Gemini theories. Um, this can, again, stir up the feminine, masculine conflict within yourself within a moment or experience. Maybe not the entire like day, but there might be a moment or experience within that day that stirs up a little bit of that feminine, masculine um, person, you know, energy within yourself. So, again, it won't be a whole, but it will be more of a smaller experience. And sarcasm, sensitivity fights to the max when you have those. Gemini is very sarcastic. Pisces are very sensitive. And I feel like that's one of the misconceptions or misconceptions or the miscommunications between them. Same with Virgo and Pisces is that um, sarcasm sensitivity fights. I know for me, 
Always, always, no one can handle my sarcasm or my dry humor, unless they have other Gemini Virgo placements or like Capricorn too. Okay, on Sunday, we've got the full moon in Leo. It's going to be square Uranus, sextile Mars. Uh, and then the next day, like the very next morning, Saturn. So it's going to go opposite Saturn. So pretty much the whole full moon will be opposite Saturn a little bit. So you will really see what is holding you back. What is limiting? What is limiting you in your life? When the sun goes up against, goes across the moon, we are what's illuminating us is things that need to be removed, need to be changed, need to come to light in some sort of way. And with this having, you know, squared Uranus, so there's another wanting to break three free, and then opposite Saturn, that's the hold back. It feels like you will finally illuminate, hey, this is what's been holding me back in my life or this is what's been holding me back with my working out or my ego. You know, I feel like a lot of this, especially with the full moon in Leo, is going to be around ego and how our ego is harming us, how is helping us, what part of our ego is triggered. Because oftentimes when we feel rejection, resentment, uh, those sort of feelings come from ego. Our ego doesn't feel right. Our ego is hurt. Something along those lines. Uh, we will see it. To, we got to see it to free it. So remember that. And the seeing is not always pretty. Seeing is usually not pretty. It feels very... Uh, last week, I think I shared about my kids passing that... Um, uh, that their swimming test. And I forgot to add this part. After maybe 15 minutes afterwards, Abram gets like, he comes in front of me and he wants my attention. He's very sad and upset. And he sits down and there was a group of swimmers, little swimmers going, and he jumped in where he wasn't supposed to. He was just so excited to be able to swim and like, you know, legally at the YMCA in six foot water. And the woman yelled at him and he was so embarrassed. He was like, he come over and he's like, she said, you jumped, you're not allowed to do that, you idiot. And I was like, she didn't say idiot. She's teaching a bunch of three-year-olds. I'm like, it just felt that way to you. It felt like, and he was like, yes. I'm like, it felt, you felt like an idiot. So when she yelled at you, you didn't know any better, things like that. And that's the ego, right? So what we might get yelled at in that sort of way, checked, hey, do not do this. Um, and you didn't know, but you still needed to find out. And it's a little bit of a sting. It's an ego sting. Luckily, we worked through that. Something on your life path has to come to a sudden stop or a halt. Maybe just your movements throughout that day are going to be very stopped, halted. I really think that that's going to be a big thing. It's going to be very slow. I'm a little nervous because we fly back on the full moon opposite Saturn. So I'm hoping, I'm praying that all of our flights are, you know, good. Praying for that. Um, Dark feelings, again, about being held back and wanting to break free. You're all of a sudden at that border, like, I'm done being miserable or I'm done carrying this burden. I'm done carrying this weight and I need to free it from myself. Um, and there's lots of ways we can free it. I know I, I'm not going to get into it because we're getting to the end of the episode, uh, but I do talk a few of these on full moon rituals. But if you honestly just Google full moon rituals, you will find um, hundreds of them. And you can just see what uh, works best for you. Now, every full moon, new moon, I don't have a full-blown hour like ritual. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It can be as simple as you sitting in front of the mirror and looking at yourself, looking into your eyes, looking into your soul and saying, um, I'm ready to remove... Uh, what's holding me back? What's limiting? And 
or even look in the mirror and say, I love mirror work. I really do to see yourself and say, hmm, let's say blah, 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 blah is holding you back. And you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I'm ready to let blah, blah, blah go now. And then you could tie it into that possibilities. Like we said, one good one that will come up is please let go. Let me let go of whatever's holding me back from seeing opportunity and seeing my vision. That's a really good one. Uh, I let go of what no longer serves me. And that's just a general one to throw out there. And again, you could just write really quick about that. You could focus on it every day. Um, or if you want to get more detailed, there's thousands on the internet of all different kinds of full moon rituals to go with. You know, I've talked about a lot on this podcast. I probably have one thrown back out there, but those are just some simple ideas. Okay, everyone, thank you for a great episode. Again, I want to remind everyone I will be in Aruba. So next Next week's episode, I don't know. I'm going to say, yeah, we'll aim for Wednesday, but there's a possibility that, you know, I get home late and I'm going right back to the salon and kids and I might just be too exhausted. So next week could also be a little bit of a break week, just an FYI. All right. I love you all. I hope all of you have a fabulous week and thank you again for your support. Mwah.